you got cooking? How about cooking something up with me? Let's stir it up, boys. Welcome to the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. A weekly excursion into the fine art of preparing the world's most popular recipes under an open sky and an open flame. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the old grill sergeant, Randy Haynes. Unless you're a brand new listener to this show, then you already know, we like to focus on the fun stuff, as our dear friend Bear Dalton used to say all the time. Bear passed away late last year, and things just haven't been the same around here ever since. You know, even after he was diagnosed with, I think it was stage four colon cancer, Bear told me one time that he just would not appear on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show unless we agreed up front that we would only refer to his health issues in a generic way. And he always insisted that he wanted to keep the spotlight on the fun stuff, as he said. Now, that's something that we've always endeavored to do, but since Bear left us just before Christmas last year, I think we've kind of rededicated ourselves to that idea. However, there are times when an issue comes up that we just can't ignore. Actually, there are two stories in the news that I'd like to discuss with you, but I promise I won't spend the whole monologue on serious stuff. We'll get to the fun stuff pretty quickly. But I do get worked up about certain things from time to time, and I, I don't want to avoid a sticky issue, or in this case, two sticky issues, I guess. First, I want to address the masking in schools story. Yeah, I know, I've already made my views on this abundantly clear a few weeks ago, but this story is getting bigger and more frightening every day. If you heard my earlier rant about masking school children, then you're aware that I'm in favor of it. I think this executive order by the governor to ban mask mandates by individual school districts, I think it's absurd. And to be candid, it's a blatant political ploy. The governor is just trying to stay in good with the anti-vaxxers and the COVID deniers who think the whole pandemic is fake news. Now, I'm not going to dive into that septic tank, but needless to say, I'm not an anti-vaxxer or a COVID denier, so I don't believe the pandemic is fake news. The numbers don't lie, and if you refuse to believe the numbers, I got nothing for you. Now, I realize there are significant numbers of people who don't think COVID is real, and they oppose mask mandates and social distancing and the whole nine yards. But I don't understand that logic, or in my mind, lack of logic. There are thousands of people in ICU beds all over the state, and the statistics are getting worse every day. The number of children who are contracting the Delta variant and being hospitalized, it's exploding. And people who continue to insist that all those facts are bogus, well, obviously they haven't visited an ICU lately, or they just haven't been personally touched by the crisis. I have friends who have died from COVID, some of them close personal friends whom I've known for decades. And I'm absolutely befuddled how anybody can put blinders on and act as if there's nothing to see here. But to speak to the more narrow issue of whether kids should be masked in classrooms or not, I can't comprehend how any reasonable person could think they shouldn't be masked, that is. Okay, kids over 12 who can receive the vaccine, that's one thing. But for the kids under 12 who can't get the vaccine, it's ridiculous to suggest that there's no reason for concern. Schools have been open for less than two weeks in most places, and students and teachers are testing positive at alarming rates all over the state. I said a couple of weeks ago in this segment, and I'll say it again, Politicians who turn our kids' safety into a political football should be ashamed of themselves. So when it comes to my 10-year-old grandson, I fully support masking children under 12 in classrooms. And if that makes some people mad at me, so be it. I don't care. I love my grandson more than I need other people to like me. So the rest of the world can just kiss my grits. <laughs> And yes, that was a Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show food reference. Thank you very much. Now, the other serious issue that I want to talk about is the pullout of our troops from Afghanistan. Boy, this is a tragedy of epic proportions, especially for the people in that country who have cooperated with the U.S. forces stationed there for however many years now. 
You know, I was a soldier in the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War, but I'll hasten to add, I didn't have to deploy to Vietnam. I was stationed in Seoul, South Korea for 13 months. Plus, I was never in a combat unit. I was assigned to Armed Forces Radio TV, so I've never faced angry fire from the enemy. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Uh, the North Koreans did infiltrate the DMZ several times while I was in Korea, and they did come south to kill as many people as they could, but they were never very successful at it. So I'm no combat expert or military strategist, but you don't have to be a four-star general to look at what happened when we pulled out of Vietnam and then be able to accurately predict that much the same thing would happen if we pulled out of Afghanistan early. In point of fact, that's exactly what the president's most trusted military advisors told him just a few short months ago. If he pulled out all the U.S. troops, the Taliban would almost instantly rush in and take over. The same way the North Vietnamese communists did when we left Vietnam. What, almost half a century ago? And lo and behold, that's exactly what's happened. So now the administration has been forced to send back in more troops to help evacuate tens of thousands of Afghans who will almost certainly be slaughtered if they're left behind because the Taliban will search out anybody who aided the United States and summarily execute them just to make the point that they are to be feared. Now, it's also worth emphasizing that the current administration is not the only one who's being a little Pollyanna about all this. In fact, the last two presidents have also been pretty adamant about bringing home the troops. And I'm not naive enough to believe for a minute that any of them are all that concerned about saving American lives. They want to be the hero who brought home our heroes. It's all about political optics. The American public is sick of protracted wars in dust bowl countries stuck in a radical religious mindset that was abandoned by the modern world several centuries ago. I even recall one of those presidents saying something incredibly stupid like, all wars must come to an end. Well, of course all wars must come to an end, but only when one side is won and the other side has surrendered unconditionally. We can't just decide, oh, well, this war needs to end, so we're just going to pull out all our troops and all the fighting will stop. Talk about Pollyanna. Good grief. How did these people get elected? And I want to emphasize, I'm talking about the past three administrations. So that includes both Democrats and a Republican. And they all three advocated for pulling out our troops in spite of their most trusted military advisors telling them it was a terrible idea, that it would almost undoubtedly result in tragic consequences. And lo and behold, that's exactly what's happened. This is yet another example of politicians from both parties who have turned a potentially deadly issue into a political football. And as a moderately moderate moderate and moderately proud of it, I'm sick and tired of it. This is why I've stopped following politics very closely. Both parties have failed us as far as I'm concerned. Whoa, <laughs> look, I almost did it. I almost spent the whole monologue on serious stuff. So I'm going to let that go and just get to the fun stuff. Thanks, Bear. I miss you, brother. Today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, we're going to revisit something that we've addressed before, but we don't talk about enough. Cleaning our outdoor cookers. When we avoid that little unpleasant task for too long, grease starts to build up on the grates and other parts of our cookers, and that'll do untold damage to the life of the unit. I'm not one of those backyard chefs who has multiple cookers on my patio. Are you listening, Greg Burlocker? <laughs> so this is not as big a problem for me as it is for some of you, but I have attempted to clean my own grill, and I must admit I've only met with marginal success, if you know what I mean. I have a Weber Genesis natural gas grill, and I usually take on the task about twice a year in the spring and fall, you know, when the weather's not melt-your-face-hot. But even twice a year is not enough to avoid some of the really daunting grease buildup on the internal parts, like the burners and the flavorizer bars and the grease trap. And there are times when I just can't get it all off. So today on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, we're going to talk to the Grill Guys. This is a Houston-owned and operated company that will come out to your home and they'll clean and restore any kind of outdoor cooker. Gas grill, charcoal grill, pellet grill, smoker, anything. 
Tony Thomas will be our guest. He's a native Houstonian, and I should point out, a dedicated foodie. He's going to tell us how the grill guys can take that little nasty chore off your hands, and they'll make your outdoor cooker look and perform like brand new. Hey, cleaning out my grill doesn't exactly qualify as the fun stuff, but finding somebody else to do it for me is definitely a step in the right direction. If your barbecue's gone up in smoke and your cooking reputation is at stake, stick around. The Old Grill Sergeant will be right back with more ideas and advice to make your next cookout sizzle. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media, and my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run, and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like, never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years, and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big-box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Life is simple. Eat, sleep, grill. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hames. 
first-timer alert, please say hello to native Houstonian Tony Thomas, who just happens to own and operate The Grill Guys. Hey, Tony. Welcome to the show. Hey. How you doing, Randy? I'm doing well. Uh, fighting a few things this morning, but we'll get over all that. Uh, the Grill Guys is a company that cleans and restores backyard cookers. So that's a service that virtually all of us need at one time or another. We'll, we'll get to that in a few minutes. First of all, give us your personal background. I mentioned you're a native Houstonian. Where were you reared, go to school, that sort of thing? Excellent. I was born in Houston. Uh, grew up mostly on the north side of town, Champions 1960 area. Uh, I actually went to Klein Force High School and then Sam Houston State University. So we assume you didn't establish the grill guys right out of college. Absolutely not. Fill us in on your career arc. What did you do for a living before you built this business? Well, it actually started out in the food industry. I managed La Peep restaurants right out of college. That's actually where I met my wife. Then I moved on to a couple other industries. I was an uh, um, operations manager for Sunset Glass Tending here in Houston. And then we had a uh, prepaid telephone company in the early 2000s. But our most recent venture was a wedding reception venue out in Katy, the Tuscany Villa that we owned and operated for about 14 years. Well, La Peep Restaurants, did that give you any insights into the food preparation business that you use in the way that you operate the grill guys? It did. It did. It helped us with the, um, you know, we did some grill and some griddling, all that kind of stuff. And then the, the food management part, uh, not only helped with this business, but with the Tuscany Villa as well as we did the catering for that, um, the last 10 or so years. So it certainly helped get into that and, and learn that. And then that kind of led into this. Well, what made you get out of Tuscany Villa? You know, it's a, it was a family run business and, and this is the true story is it was my brother and myself and our dad was a uh, silent partner, but we had a meeting one day and decided, you know what, we can either be in the wedding business or we could be brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, <'cause, laughs> uh, and so we decided to be brothers and, and it was very fortunate. So, and then, uh, you know, then we were just kind of looking to see what was out there next and. A buddy of mine from high school was, we were all together down at a, a hunting lease down in Uvalde, and we were actually grilling up uh, some quail and some venison boudin and some ribeyes, and we just said, you know what, we enjoy doing this kind of stuff, and he came to me later that evening and said, hey, I've been trying to get somebody to come out and clean my grill, and I'm having a hard time doing it, and then I had some guy come out to give me a bid on repairing it and he gave me this astronomical number <laughs> he goes i i want you to see if you could come over and help me fix this and and maybe we can make a business out of it wow and you know i had zero interest at the time i just it just why yeah. explain why you had zero interest at the time I, you know my wife and i had discussed different businesses we might do i said okay i don't want to focus anything on one i'd like to go two or three different directions just kind of you know, put not put all of our eggs in one basket, and and he hit me kind of cold. As much as I enjoy grilling, and as much as I enjoy cooking and food in general, mm-hmm. it just caught me kind of off guard, and and it just wasn't something that I'd ever even considered because I'd never heard of the business. Right, and so uh, he let it marinate with me for about a month, and then hit me up again, and 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 said, look here's the deal. I've, I've got the part that I think we need to fix this grill. And, and I got a 12 pack of beer. Why don't you come over and help me try to fix it? <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so about an hour later, we had fixed his grill and about a 12 pack later, we decided to get in business together. So, well, you said that you agreed to the grill guys, but you had one major stipulation. What was that? Well, that we do it different that we, that we are the guys that actually are a service company that is there when we're supposed to be there, that answers the phone, that if we do need to go back and fix something that we might not have done correct the first time, we go back and do it without question, that we are the, the people that people don't mind calling to service their grill because they know they're going to get good service at a fair price. And and we've really grown our, our business with that approach, and we've been very blessed. So obviously it worked. How many grill techs do you have who clean units? You even have an installation tech, right? We do. We do. We have right now we have four full time grill techs that clean about two grills each a day. And then we have uh, 
a guy that goes out there and does repairs and installations. And sometimes that's me. Uh, I learned that part of the business as well as the cleaning part uh, from the get-go. And uh, then we taught others as they came aboard. And we, you know, we had an old boy come to us from uh, a company out of Florida. And he showed us a couple of things that we didn't know. And uh, so, you know, over time, we feel like we've built a very good company and and some pretty good um, ways of doing things. Well, let's talk about individual kinds of cookers now. I have a simple Weber Genesis gas grill, three standard burners, sear station in the middle. What would the grill guys do if I hired you to clean my Genesis? And we get many calls on Weber's to come out and clean it. First thing we do is we, is we remove all of the internal parts that are removable. The burners, the heat shields, um, the, the grates, anything else that might be in there. Reflectors on the bottom if those apply. And we'll, we'll take those out and we'll professionally clean and degrease those. And uh, a lot of times that includes using a, a grinder with a wire wheel on it. We get things clean. Then we come back and we do the same thing with the inside of the the grill, the basin, if you will, of the grill, Randy. And we, we take and we professionally clean and degrease that. And then we'll do so the, um, the little touch-ups if we need to. If we need to get in the nooks and crannies and the, and the corners, these guys will get out sandpaper if it's necessary. But then we put it all back together and we clean the outside and, and make it look as new as possible. What about a more traditional charcoal grill? Charcoal grill is very similar in that it doesn't have the burners. That usually doesn't, it's not going to have your heat reflectors, your flavorizers, whatever you want to call them. But it has the grates. And so we'll pull the grates out, clean out the inside. Um, with both gas grills and charcoal grills, a big handy piece of equipment is a shop vac. You want to you want to shop back everything out that's loose to start with, and then scrape it down. And this is both for your gas and your charcoal. You scrape it down real well, get all the loose stuff out of there, and then and then shop back it again. And then and then you want to use your degreasers uh, to get all of the stuff, and you go back with some steel wool or a, you know SOS pad, whatever it may take for the particular grill that you're working on. What about pellet grills? They're all the rage these days. How do you clean that kind of cooker? They are. It's very similar. You're going to take out the parts and do everything there. That and and the pellet grill is kind of uh, what we've been getting a lot of calls on. And I don't mean to to jump into a different area, but the with the, all the rain that we've been having, we've been getting a lot of calls on the augers being stuck because they've gotten wet. And those pellets, once they get wet, they will they they will grow, and then the, and then they get dry. And, they seize up the auger. And so we've had a lot of calls on getting out there and, and unsticking augers for a very technical term. Smokers are an altogether different case. Stick burners pretty particular about how their cookers get cleaned. What's the process for cleaning a smoker? It depends on the owner. And, and one thing we go into whenever we're uh, getting into smokers, we say, you know, some people don't want us to clean the internal walls. They want to, they want that seasoning, and, and some of our customers will say, yeah, yeah, I don't want you to do that. I just want all of the other stuff cleaned up real well. But most of our customers want the, the, even the walls cleaned, whether it's your ceramic, you know, like your eggs or your traditional smokers. We've done two uh, competition smokers that took, you know, a day and a half to do because they were so big. And I promise you, we looked like uh, coal miners when we got done with those things. They, they are dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so how do listeners get in touch with you guys at the Grill Guys? Well, it's, it's pretty easy. Our phone number is going to be 281-586-2100. And then our website is thegrillguyshouston.com. And, and then uh, if you want to email us, it's info at thegrillguyshouston.com. And then on Facebook, it's the Grill Guys Houston. Pretty simple stuff. We're sure that you also love to cook outdoors. After all, any guy who cleans grills likes to cook on grills. So can you come back for one more segment and we'll talk about some of your favorites to cook outside? Would love to. Stay patient. Dinner will be ready right after the smoke alarm goes off. Randy will be right back with more smoke and hot tips for you and your old plane right after this short break. 
Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 Westlake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original All Spas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's, conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant, all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door, with a wide variety variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Hi friends, Randy Hames to tell you about Cellular and Satellite. Cellular and Satellite are specialists in wireless data plans for businesses. Because they buy in large quantities, Cellular and Satellite can give you a data plan on the same provider you're using today, but at a lower cost. Cellular and Satellite can also combine the two largest wireless providers into a single data plan. Two carriers with better coverage, but only one invoice to pay. If your workforce is international, Cellular and Satellite offers a global data SIM with fixed pricing in over 200 countries. You'll never have to pay international roaming charges again with Cellular and Satellite. And they can handle all your wireless data needs whether you need 10 or 10,000 data SIMs. So if you're an IT professional, mobility manager, or business owner, save money and increase your network availability by letting Cellular and Satellite simplify your wireless life. Call Cellular and Satellite today. 3251-1000 or go to CellularAndSatellite.com Randy Hames here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market. Just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit Belleville BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. Stand back. We've got our grill on. This is the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now, here's the grill father, Randy Hayes. Tony Thomas of the Grill Guys is our guest today. His company can clean, uh, repair, restore even install any outdoor cooker. So he's the perfect guest for our show, and we greatly appreciate you spending some time with us today, Tony. Well, I appreciate you having me, Randy. Anybody who cleans grills for a living must love to cook on grills for a living. (laughs) Well, maybe not for a living. But we wanted to get some ideas on how you like to prepare some of your favorite food items in your own backyard. In your bio, you state that you were a foodie, before foodie was a term, explain that, please. Well, I, I've been a foodie since I could 
walk and talk. I've enjoyed cooking. I've certainly enjoyed eating. But, you know, my mom very early on said, if you can reach up on the counter, then you, then you can cook. <laughs> and so she would teach me how to cook certain things, scrambled eggs to start with, uh, cinnamon toast, that kind of stuff. And then as soon as I could reach a grill, my dad, my grandfather had me out there grilling. Well, you say that your dad was famous for his barbecue sauce. So do you make the same sauce he made, or have you come up with your own concoction? That was actually my grandfather, Mr. Jim, out in Katy, Texas, Jim Rose. He, he, he was famous for his barbecue sauce, and I do make his sauce, uh, which is an old family recipe and family secret. <laughs> but I have added a couple things along the lines to where we serve two sauces, Mr. Jim's and then my version of the Thomas sauce, if you will. Well, we don't necessarily need the exact recipe, but what kind of ingredients do you use? I, I do use a couple of different vinegars, both your uh, apple cider vinegar and your white vinegar. I use uh, some tomato sauce, a little bit of honey, a little bit of brown sugar, some lemons. Mm -hmm. Anything, if you know me and I'm cooking anything, unless I'm baking, it's going to have garlic in it. So, of course, my sauces have garlic in it. Okay, let's start with an old standby for anybody who's a serious Texas smoker. That's brisket. You know, we've come to realize that shopping for the right cut of meat is just as important as how we cook it. That's why we highly recommend shopping at the Belleville Meat Market, one of our sponsors here on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. After all, meat is their middle name at the Belleville Meat Market. But what do you look for when you're shopping for a brisket? You know, I, I look for the... the the marbling uh, i look for the fat content and you know and if i can afford it and i see it on sale I, a prime is is what i look for you know for years people just would put any cut of meat and if you cook it low and slow it's going to come out tasting great and it's going to be tender and and then you had the old boys you know aaron franklin and austin and and you know mueller and all these guys start using the prime cuts and it does make a difference um you know, I, I cooked my, I smoked my first brisket. I was 13 or 14 years old. And, and my, my grandfather was showing me his techniques and, and how to do it. And, you know, I think that he knew about the, the Texas, uh, crutch before <laughs> any, most others knew about Texas crutch because he pulled it off. At, at, I couldn't tell you how many hours he didn't use the thermometer, but he pulled it off. He wrapped it in butcher paper and stuck it back on there. And, you know, years later, I'm reading an article talking about the Texas Crunch, and there you go. That's what they're talking about. And they go, my, we've been doing that for years. <laughs> so you told us you love ribs, but you mentioned both beef and pork ribs, Tony. So do you cook them differently? I do. I do. I will cook my pork uh, ribs. Yeah, let's start there. Certainly the rub is different. My, my pork ribs are going to be a sweet rub um, with uh, some chili powder, some white sugar, some brown sugar, but not too much to where that, that caramelizes and burns too soon. But uh, basically cook those low and slow. And on your beef ribs, you know, it's, it's more of a pepper uh, rub is what I like to use. Pepper, garlic, um, obviously some salt. But, you know, the... Um, who in Taylor is it Mueller's uh first time I had a an outstanding beef rib was at, at, at Mueller's in Taylor and it's just a total different food than your brisket or, or anything else that you cook and so we we tried to start cooking those and and have been very fortunate in coming up with a pretty good recipe for them pork loin is another Texas staple what do you look for when you're shopping for that cut of meat at the Belleville meat market <laughs> you know we just look for a good, fresh-looking piece of meat. And, and the size, it depends on how many people we're serving. But, but a nice loin back. And, and, and you could tell a, a bright and shiny, good-looking piece of pork loin as opposed to one that has a little too much silver skin. It just doesn't look to have that sheen to it. Um, basically, whenever I'm looking for a pork loin, that's what I'm looking for, a nice, sheen clean looking piece of meat that i know once we spice it up and slow cook it it's going to be that what we need but a lot of people prefer pork butt so in your mind what's the difference tony anytime i cook pork butt it's, it's going to be strictly for pulled pork there are some people that that do it otherwise but you know and pulled pork is a a 
you know, it comes from the East Coast and it's a wonderful cut of meat and it makes great sandwiches. And it, but it's it's like everything else. You cook it low and slow, and then you add a little bit of vinegar and a little bit of sauce, and and you break it up and and add more spices until you get exactly what you're looking for, which is that tender pulled meat that, whether it's on a bun or a plate or a baked potato, it's just outstanding. Another delicacy you like is quail. Yeah, I love quail too, but I don't ever cook it. How do you prepare it, Tony? I, I do my quail a couple of different ways. I will bake and wrap it with a jalapeno and, and grill it. Uh, but my favorite thing is to just debone it except for the legs. And it's really easy to do. It really is. And, and then marinate it and then just grill it and uh, have a nice um, citrusy sauce uh, with the quail. And, and then at the end, finish it with a little glaze. And it's absolutely one of my favorite meats to eat these days. And so long as we're on the subject of fowl, let's talk about how you make another Texas specialty, beer can chicken. Beer can chicken. You know, my, my, one of my older brothers uh, is the first one that showed me how to do this. And, and to me, it's, it's just simple, but it keeps the chicken moist. And the thing about a beer can chicken is, you know, you, you take that beer can and you have some beer in it. And then you can put whatever else you want in it. We, you know, we'll put butter, onions, a lot of thyme in it. Um, it's different herbs. Uh, my wife is a herb lover. So whether it's rosemary or thyme or, you know, basil, even sometimes we'll, um, just stick that in there and then, you know, stick it on a, on your grill, let it cook till it's done. One more dish we wanted to explore that you mentioned was a low country boil. Uh, that sounds a lot like a crawfish boil. Is that right? Hey, that's exactly what it is. And if even if it's not crawfish season, if you use your your um, your shrimp, um, sausage, mushrooms, uh, your potatoes, corn, everything that you that you would put into a uh, crawfish boil. You know, a lot of people are going with the power burners on their outdoor kitchens these days, Randy. So not only, you know, everybody's had, or I say everybody, a lot of Texans have, have ventured over and got the big burners for crawfish bowls and stuff like that. But they're starting to build those into their outdoor kitchens to where, and, and so you just throw the pot up there. And, and these days you can put anything in there. And we usually ended up, end it with a few crab legs and, and just, throw it out on some newspaper on the table and let everybody dig in. It's one of those bills that everybody enjoys, especially with a beer in one hand. And if you love seafood, you're going to love Boyd's One Stop at the base of the Texas City Dyke, another one of our sponsors. <laughs> so get your crab legs there. This has been Tony Thomas of the Grill Guys. They're the guys to call when you need to clean or repair or restore, or even install a backyard cooker of any kind. So, Tony, how can our listeners get in touch with you at the Grill Guys? At the Grill Guys, first of all, it's going to be 281 586 2100 is our phone number. And then our website is going to be thegrillguyshouston.com. And then our uh, email address is info at thegrillguyshouston.com. And on Facebook, it's just look for the Grill Guys Houston. I just have one more question for you, Tony. When can you be here? <laughs> I'll, I'll be there this afternoon, Randy. It's hotter than a nanny goat in a pepper patch out there, and I do not want to have to clean that grill myself. <laughs> so thanks for your time, and let's do this again real soon. Okay, buddy? Anytime, Randy. Anytime. I really enjoyed it. Life is short. Grill while you can. Randy will be right back with more food and fun after this break. Randy Haynes here, proud to introduce you to Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. My good friends Jared and Marcus Poffenberger operate Belleville Meat Market, an old-fashioned butcher shop with superior products and great customer service. There's always a butcher on site at Belleville Meat Market, and their new processing plant is right next door. Hunters, a computer tracking system will follow your venison, wild hog, or exotics through every step of the process to ensure you get your meat your way. 
At Belleville Meat Market, you can pick and choose the cuts of beef, pork, or chicken you want, and they feature 28 flavors of pecan smoked sausage. Plus, Belleville Meat Market only uses lean pork in their sausage, so you get more meat and less fat. Tailgaters, drop by on your way to the game and get just what you need to feed your crew. Belleville Meat Market, just 15 minutes south of Hempstead and 15 minutes north of Sealy on Highway 36 in Belleville. Visit BellevilleMeatMarket.com or call 979-865-5782. It's Randy Hames again. Everybody needs a video or a new website or help in managing their social media. And my company, Edgewater Digital, can help. We help small businesses navigate the intimidating world of digital marketing. You've got a business to run and you don't have time or expertise to build and maintain your website all by yourself, and you certainly don't have time to generate content for it. And when's the last time you had an extra hour or two to manage your company's internet ads or social media accounts? Like never, right? Well, at Edgewater Digital, that's what we do. We have a talented web design team who've built a number of incredibly successful websites for companies large and small. Need content too? No problem. Edgewater can provide copywriting, photography, and videography services to enhance the content on your website, email marketing, or even social media. We're a full-service digital marketing solution with a track record of success. Call us today at 832-500-4272 or see our website edgewater-digital.com. Hey guys, Randy Hames here to tell you about my good friend Rick Allspa at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique in Kingwood. I've known Rick for years and he's one of the finest Christian men I've ever met, but he's also got a dynamite hardware store at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has everything you'd expect to find in a top-of-the-line hardware store, but with the personal service that's missing from the big box stores. The original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique has tools and automotive, lawn and garden, electrical and plumbing, paint and hardware, all under one roof. But Rick is also an avid backyard chef, so the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique features a complete barbecue pit house. From gas to charcoal grills to fryers and steamers, they've got it all at the original Allspa's Hardware and Boutique. They even offer grill maintenance and repair. Visit their website, allspas.com, or just drop by and see for yourself. The original Allspas Hardware and Boutique at 2720 West Lake Houston Parkway in Kingwood. Boyd's One Stop. The name says it all. If you like seafood, you'll love Boyd's. Conveniently located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Boyd's One Stop has bait, tackle, fresh seafood, and even a restaurant all at 227 Dyke Road. If you fish Galveston Bay, Boyd's is the one and only stop for everything you need. There's a reason why they're called the live shrimp capital of Texas. But they've also got lots of finger mullet, croaker, plus fresh dead shrimp, shad, and squid. Plus, Boyd's has tackle galore, ice and ice chests, and cold drinks and snacks. Just need fresh fish for a family seafood feast? The freshest seafood, like table shrimp, live blue crab, and crawfish when in season, is in stock and ready for you at Boyd's. And if you're hungry right now, check out Boyd's Cajun Grill Express right next door with a wide variety of breakfast, lunch, and dinner items like crawfish, oyster po'boys, and fried seafood platters. Boyd's One Stop, the name says it all, 227 Dyke Road at the base of the Texas City Dyke. May the forks be with you. This is the Boyd's Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Boyd's One Stop is located at the base of the Texas City Dyke. Now here's the guy who turns all the grills on, Randy Hames. It's time to talk to my Hudson and Harrigan Show radio partner now. Here's Fred Olson. How are you, brother? Boy, I'm sure getting by, and uh, how are you? I'm doing well. I must admit I've really been looking forward to this segment all week because you and I texted back and forth during the Texans game last weekend. We were both pretty jazzed about how good they looked, but now you've had a week to let it marinate. Good work. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show term, right? <laughs> marinate. So, so do you feel the same way? Well, I, you know what I saw that I hadn't seen in years is a lot of energy, a lot of aggression, and, and really kind of a, a defensive plan, but still you just see the holes. And they were playing against number twos and number threes, but you know there was uh, there were some some good things, but overall I think we're still a two or three win team. That's that's just kind of the way you look at it, and and uh, because the guys we had out there are going to be our number ones pretty much. Well, I'm not stupid enough to think that one preseason game means they're going to the Super Bowl or anything, but I I have been highly frustrated with some of these 
sports talk show hosts here in Houston. They have spent all summer, Fred, telling us that David Culley's the wrong man for the job. David Culley won't last three years in the job. And I know they're just trying to stir things up and get people to call in on their show. Yeah. But these jackass know-it-alls really honk me off, brother. I, I, I keep screaming at the radio, the poor guy hasn't even coached a down or a game or a preseason game yet, and you guys already know he can't do the job? Give me a break. What say you about that? Well, I, they showed Lovey Smith more than they showed David Cully, Yep, which was fascinating to me. And uh, he, he actually had a good report with the players to come off. I'd see coaches on the sidelines in a player's face with, with good things instead of, you know, yelling at them. It was, it, it looked like instructional and more so in the past. And, and I just, I just, the good thing was Scotty Phillips was fun to watch him run and drag a pile. Man, that was pretty cool. Um, as a running back. Uh, but yeah, I just see more instructional. I see more encouragement, uh, than disdain and, Oh, you should have covered him or this. Or Everything is a, a teaching moment with these guys. Cause because they've not played together, most of them. Of course not. Uh, and they're all struggling to get a job, man. That's that's a good thing about competition. And it's one thing, Casserly, not Casserly, boy, that's Casario. Boy, that was a flashback. <laughs> um, that was a, I don't want to go back there either. But anyway, just, all, all these guys, a lot of them are, you know, in the middle or the end of their... Uh, uh, Football careers? NFL careers, and they just want to, you know... Maybe come in with a little bit of a chip and, and still earn a paycheck. And uh, so let's see, we're, we're up at 90. We'll go down to 85, then 80, then 53, the final. And that, that happens real fast. So we'll see who's left over. But by and large, I was encouraged just by the attitude. Well, I was pretty encouraged because I was afraid the Texans might be tragically bad. You know what I mean? But I think this is a better coach team. This is what a better coach team looks like. When you school players more effectively, then you get a better result on the field, right? Right. I, I didn't see a, a lot of mistakes. I, mean, I thought uh, uh, Davis Mills, for a first time in an, in, a, in an NFL huddle, for real, was pretty poised. Now, he scattered some passes around, but I've also seen people for the first time get out there and, and just get so rattled. And he didn't, and he was working with a really, what, three of our offensive linemen were out, three of our starters. Yep. And so he got rid of the ball at times, and sometimes he, he you know, but he, he, they took some long shots down the field, which I loved, which we rarely ever saw. And so, yeah, that, there was, there was, it was, I actually had fun watching it, and, and the score didn't matter because um, it was against the Packers, the second and third stringers, pretty much. And, but they, they, they play some hard nosed football, and the, but the, they're leaving the middle open a lot, and that, that lovey defense, that middle, boy, that little middle seam, and, and uh, wow, that's going to be an issue for uh, run block, um, for uh, tackling, and also um, our defensive backs. But, hey, that, see, this is me. I sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm just a casual <laughs> observer. But you know something, Fred? Nobody else really knows what they're talking about outside of training camp. The thing that encouraged me most about Davis Mills is, you know, Tyrod Taylor's had a lot of injury problems. And if he winds up with another injury that ends his season, at least we've got Davis Mills as his backup. What do you think? Well, sure. I mean, it, again, he showed some poise. I didn't. You look at his face, and he, he was calling plays, and he was looking over the defense. And did he get everything? No. Was he a little nervous? Probably. But to me, he looked. He didn't look rattled at all. And that's what I text you. I said, "This guy, you know, looks like he's actually kind of comfortable out there." So maybe his IQ is so high that that because uh, he didn't have a long run at Stanford, but he was good at what he did. But um, so yeah, I think. It's it's wait and see till we get to a real game. Now we've only got two preseason games. Remember, we have one extra game this year. Yep, seventeen. We're having we're having, we're having seventeen games, and that means the Super Bowl is going to be later too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, they play the Cowboys. Well, and then I can't remember what the last preseason game is. Um, yeah. Gosh. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Haven't looked that far ahead yet, but I was looking at Gerald World. What do you think of the Pokes? You know, I don't a lot. <laughs> um, no, I, and I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know, our team has gotten on such a verge of you know nothingness that I, that I'm looking at other teams to watch just for the love of football. Sure. And um, I'm going to enjoy watching uh, the kid in, in Jacksonville. Uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence. 
Trevor Lawrence and, and just see how some of these young quarterbacks and, and uh, the Jets, they got with Zach, Zach Wilson, and, and just to see those things. And it's kind of fun to, to just get my uh, horizon a little wider in football instead of just focused on the home team. But I'll certainly watch them and I'll, and I'll hope that, you know, to see some good stuff. But I'm kind of looking around going, you know, I'm just I'm going to watch more teams and, and see more of these young guys develop. And you know, all the guys you and I watched in college ball because we love college ball and to see him step into new roles is kind of exciting. And, and you don't let a quarterback sit on the sideline for three years anymore, do you? Not much. <laughs> Have you watched Hard Knocks this year? It is set in Cowboys training camp, but it's well produced. It's worth watching if you're a football fan. I, I've not seen it yet. I know that this week it'll probably involve the Texans. Yes. Yeah. Because they play the Texans this week. That's right. Yeah. And so, to give all this a food angle, I will say the fast food breakfast sandwich that Jared Jones ate in the first episode looked absolutely disgusting. <laughs> if that's the kind of diet he's had most of his life, I don't understand how he's lived this long. Plus, Fred, he put salt on a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Mustard, maybe, but salt? <laughs> my my wife would do that. She, she would grab a shake of salt and, and and salt it again. Wow! Yeah, I'd heard I heard something about him doing that, but I haven't watched it. I know that I can go on HBO. HBO Max is that what it is? Well, it's on a regular HBO, but I think you can watch it on HBO Max, like on demand or whatever that is. Well, I may just do that. Just take a look at it and see. And, and but I'm excited. It's just football season. I'm excited for college ball. Yeah, that's going to be fun. And, um, you know, you know what it tells me? The season is going to change. And pretty soon it's not going to be 92. It's going to be 82. No. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> but the humidity will still be 1,000%. <laughs> I, would, I would tell you, this is the nicest uh, summer in the country. I think our humidity today that we're talking is actually going to be 62 to 63%. Because I look at that stuff. because That's what I do. And the humidity hasn't been as bad this year. We have in the South, we've really been able to skate uh, through summer with it. It's not even going to be like a hundred uh, regular air uh, air temp this month that I know of. Now, we add them all together with heat index, yeah. But but now we used to have a whole month of hundred, and then add another ten degrees on that for for uh, air temperature. So this we're lucky. Get out and enjoy it. Well, I don't know, bud. They've got all those tropical storms lined up out there like like GIs waiting in line at the mess hall. <laughs> Looks like there's a big mess of tropical storms on the horizon. Yeah, well, fortunately, it's not coming for us. But I remember years ago, who was it? There was some televangelist who was praying away the storm from South Carolina. Okay. But the problem is, it hit North Carolina. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wait a minute. <laughs> Didn't the people in North Carolina pray hard enough? What <laughs> that is one way to look at it. Now, well, football season is here, even if it is preseason. And I know what you and I will be talking about next week on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show, right? Oh, yeah, my new uh, Ninja Foodie. Ooh, we didn't even get around to talking about that. Yeah, remind me now, next week we'll talk about your Ninja Foodie because we got one, too. We love that thing. Damn, my wife is in love with it. Loves that. <laughs> Talk to you then, pal. I love it. Love you. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Send us your burning questions and favorite recipes in a private message on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Cooking Show, or visit our website, theoutdoorcookingshow.com. Join us next week for more tasty food and fun over a red hot grill on the Boyd Seafood Outdoor Cooking Show. Cooking something up for me